Well, hi again, everyone. I'm 1010 Win Sports Director Mark Ernay. This is On the Mark, shining a spotlight on the stories behind the stories in the world of sports. My guest today is Staten Island Borough President Jimmy Otto. And we've got some breaking news on Staten Island, that beauty of a ballpark in St. George, not quite 25 years old. Incredible views of the Manhattan skyline. There was late word in June that a new baseball tenant was coming. And now, as of this week, we have an update. Mr. Borough President, thank you for joining me. How are you? I am doing well. And thank you for taking some of your time and focusing on Staten Island and focusing on what is a happy story that only gets better from here. Well, I love that ballpark. I've been going since the Staten Island Yankees moved in back in, I think it was 1999. And I had been a regular, if you will, or at least a semi-regular at Richmond County Bank ballpark up until, of course, the Yankees pulled up stakes and relocated because of the minor league contraction. But uh, we have happy news to report. So uh, if you would, please uh, fill in our audience on what's happening. So in 2022, next April, Staten Island will have its own baseball team. A franchise in the Atlantic League uh, will call that beautiful stadium home. And we have a really amazing ownership group that includes uh, – John Casamitidis, and Randy Levine, the president of the New York Yankees. Uh, it's led in the, in the really the, the thrust behind this effort is a, has been Eric Shuffler, a New Yorker, huge baseball fan, fellow fantasy baseball geek. And, uh, and these, this ownership group understands that this product needs to be an authentic Staten Island product in that this stadium needs to be utilized not only by this new Atlantic League franchise, but in many other ways, by other professional sports, by youth sports, by Wagner College baseball team, and not just sports, but you know concerts and comedy shows and community events. And I think they're committed to making this facility live up to its potential and being a bigger part of the lives of many more Staten Islanders. And I know as your term uh, has been winding down as Staten Island Borough President, going back to even this time last year, you were adamant that you wouldn't leave office until a baseball team was back in that ballpark. So how satisfying is it from a personal standpoint that you were able to accomplish what you set out to do? Yeah, I feel that this takes us back to balance and in, in, in zero and we have the potential to really build on it. And I'm, I'm just excited about how it's worked out. Obviously I was upset that uh, we were no longer part of an affiliated uh, organization. I am a New York Mets fan, but I respect the New York Yankees. Uh, it is the organization in sports. Obviously I would have loved to have been a part of it. I understand why they chose another affiliate I understand that there was no place for sentimentality in the, in this business. I'm sorry that the New York Penn League doesn't exist. Uh, it was uh, a great thing to be a part of. But again, we have the opportunity to bring this stadium alive. It has been a difficult road to hoe these last several years. We have to have a totally new approach. And I think this ownership group 
gets it. I think they have the resources to be creative. And I think they understand they need to truly build a relationship with Staten Island. And that comes in many forms. And I think they've already started it. And I think they've started it with saying to Staten Island, we want you included in the, na in the naming process, which by the way, to paraphrase that great baseball fan, Larry David, it is a pretty, pretty, pretty tricky process. Everyone has an idea. Everyone loves to hate on the final result. Our friends in Cleveland just saw that recently with the Guardians. Uh, but they, they've reached out to Staten Island and said, hey, we want to hear every single idea you have. I've, I've read many of them. I've, <laughs> I've, I've laughed at a few. I've banged my head against my own computer screen on a few others. There are a few that I think were really creative, a few that get the essence of, of what we're trying to do. It's a really exciting time. And to be able to be part of it and live up to that responsibility and that commitment and fulfill it makes me feel great. And I'm really excited with Eric and John and Randy are looking to do. And uh, I think better days, much better days are ahead for the stadium and for Staten Island. How tempted are you to stuff the ballot box for pizza rats? You know, I, it was a mistake from inception and the former GM and president of the, team, of the San Diego Yankees, a really, really good guy, Will Smith. I, I understood what they were trying to do, but I, I, I said to Will, you, you're, you're burning the village to save the village. Staten Islanders will resent it. It may be big off of Staten Island. It may move some merch, but it's like drinking salt water. It's going to catch up to you and, it really was the final blow, I think, with the relationship with that team and that ownership group. And if you're a native Staten Islander, you, like, you, you saw it and you heard it differently than, you know, the folks at Brandios who came up with the Chihuahuas and all these other. Uh, listen, I think that I think the, the, the whole minor league renaming and rebranding has jumped the shark long, long time ago. Uh, so I was never a fan of the Pizza Rats. We will not make that mistake. We will come up with a name that is authentically related to Staten Island. Um, you know, the, 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 the God dang Pizza Rat wasn't even, it didn't even happen on Staten Island. It was just, it was just dopey. And uh, I think most Staten Islanders believe that. Uh, we, don't need, we don't need another excuse, kind of self-hate. And dump on our, ourselves. Right. We do too much of that as it is. Well, I meant no offense. I just no, no. I know that. I know that. Want to make sure you understand. No, so you mentioned some of the people involved in this new ownership group, and I understand uh, along with those names, a couple of Saturday Night Live cast members, Pete Davidson, who of course is the uh, king of Staten Island in more ways than one, and uh, the uh, Weekend Update uh, co-anchor Colin Jost too. So yeah. this has to open up some sort of pathway to having comedy shows at the ballpark, right? Yeah, I, I, I think those are two great additions to the to the ownership group. I, I'm, Mark, you have to help me. What, what do I want to wrangle out of this? Do I want to wrangle a cameo in an SNL skit? Or do I want to wrangle an at-bat or an half an inning playing center field? Why can't you do both? I like the way you think. <laughs> I, somebody get me Eric Shuffler on the line. Uh, yeah, I'm excited about those guys and, and the creativity they bring and the opportunities that, that uh, they 
might provide the ownership group and, and let's have some fun, fun nights. You know, the, the, one of the biggest nights in the history of the Staten Island Yankees was the Game of Thrones theme night. Let's have some, you know, let's, let's have Pete Davidson become our own Bill Murray and, and uh, let's have some fun with it. And the, the, I've said this a million times in the last several months. When you sit in the stadium, you have to look no further up than, than, than up the street to the St. George Theater. And for all the folks who say, oh, it's tough getting up to the North Shore after we've commuted to the South Shore, or parking is an issue and other, you know, other excuses. Look at what the St. George Theater has done. When you, when you provide an entertaining product, whether it's Tony Bennett or John Anderson, the former lead singer of the Yes that I went to go see and most certainly did not walk out uh, of that show. Um, you know, if you give them an entertaining product, Staten Islanders will come. And I just think that having Pete Davidson and Colin Yost and, and, the, and the, the creative juices, they're gonna come up with lots of funny and fun ways of entertaining Staten Islanders and drawing Staten Islanders to the stadium. And that and is a good thing. And, and, and if, I, if I might, and this Please. may sound a little woo-woo to certain folks. I believe in the, in the concept of uh, Emil Durkheim, collective effervescence. I, you know, I've been in Dave Matthews shows or been at Shea Stadium, been in groups where the, the vibe, the power, the, the all of us kind of being in that individual moment, collectively almost acting as one, it brings people together, and this this facility can serve to better knit this community from East Shore to West Shore, South Shore to North Shore. Bring folks of all stripes, all backgrounds together in a positive atmosphere. I think that that helps outside of the stadium. It helps with life on, every day on Staten Island. That's what a that's what a facility like this can do. It can bring people together. And I don't think that's pie in the sky. I don't think that's looking through rose-colored glasses. I think the social science and the behavioral science backs that up. That's what I want to see happen at the stadium by day and by night, many more times of the year. And uh, we mentioned already an Atlantic League team is coming in. Part of this deal, I understand, is uh, a multi-million dollar renovation of the ballpark, too. Now, what will that entail? Do you know yet? Well, I think we are we are in the process of taking that little rubber mallet and banging the knee of the stadium and checking out its reflexes. You know, I read the story about yeah, it's got weeds where it once was the infield and the outfield walls are down. Yeah, of course, that's not what concerns me, particularly because we're ripping all of that up and putting synthetic turf down. What concerns me is uh, this is a, as you said, a 20, 25 year old facility. Uh, it's an asset. Assets need to have upkeep. I'm concerned that we've kicked the can down the road for too long, and I want to uh, see what the bones of the stadium look like. Uh, I really appreciate the commitment Mayor de Blasio has made to date. Uh, again, this is an asset. We own it. Uh, we, we should make investments in it. So I, I'm, I shrug at, and, and you kind of yawn at the stories of, oh, my God. We're putting taxpayer money into this. Yeah, the same way we put taxpayer money into other city-owned facilities. If we do this right, this could be an economic boon for the city. 
So to answer your question, we're waiting on um, some of the analysis. Let's see where we are in the fall. Um, the one thing we know we have to do when we have a certain timeline, that is to get the synthetic turf down so that we can make opening day 2022. And that's my main focus now in sort of nudging the city. When we get a better assessment of the bones of the stadium, we'll see what kind of needs uh, we might have. And because you'll have synthetic turf, that opens you up to all these other possibilities with a soccer team, with perhaps a minor league football team. Uh, what sort of uh, recon have, have you and the, the rest of the bunch done on that? Yeah, it's precisely, it's for precisely those reasons we, we want it. We want to be able to use this in various ways by day, by night. You know, I remember walking when I was the quote unquote GM, I drafted the, one of the teams in the New York Penguin League and former Congressman Max Rose drafted the other team. My team won, by the way, PS. Um, a couple of my guys are going to make the show too eventually. Remember the name Logan O'Hop in the Philadelphia Phillies organization. But it, it poured that, that afternoon. And I remember walking with Max Rose and the then commissioner of minor league baseball to see if we could actually play. We wanna be able to play every day, every night in various ways. And the most amazing thing happened when it was announced the New York Yankees weren't selecting us as an affiliate. Professional soccer, uh, other lacrosse, rugby reached out. Uh, and what we've said to them over the last several months is the first two pieces of baseball. That's my commitment, we gotta put baseball. But once we have baseball done, then on top of that, we can layer all these things. Might have to reconfigure the outfield wall. Maybe the left field wall's gotta be done a little differently to fit the uh, fields for the other sports, but it can be done. And Eric Shuffler is uh, adamant about that lifts all boats. Soccer, other sports, it's good for their baseball operations. So to be determined, but I think the possibilities certainly exist. Okay, just a few more things before I let you go, and I really do appreciate your time. I know you're a big Mets fan. They had a five-game lead back in mid-June. They are, as we speak, only a game and a half in front of the Phillies now. It's the closest anyone's been since the week before Memorial Day. In 30 seconds or left, Jimmy Otto, Mets fan, Staten Island Borough president, where do the Mets finish this season? It all depends on Jacob deGrom. If Jacob deGrom is out, it's going to be another ugly crash and burn. If deGrom is healthy, uh, I give us as, as good a chance to win the division as the, the anybody else in the National League East. But if Jacob deGrom is not Jacob deGrom, at the risk of sounding like Mike Francesa right now, uh, <laughs> The, Met, we'll the, allow Mets it. Are, the Mets are in trouble. Okay. But tell me how his tendon is, how his ligament is, and I'll tell you where I think the Mets' chances are. Well, he seemed to think last night it was okay, but he also said he hasn't thrown a ball in two weeks. So who knows, right? Um, how about the Yankees? I know you uh, you had an affiliate there where the Staten Island Yankees were in your borough for a long time. Um, so you've had uh, a little bit of a finger on the pulse of the Yankees and right now they are on the outside looking in at the playoff picture. What, what do you think of their moves, first of all, with, with Rizzo and Gallo? I, I know you had to be happy they brought in a couple of Italians. Uh, <laughs> where do you think they wind up? Uh, I think you had to bring in a left-handed bat, even though Gallo hits his home runs to right center and isn't necessarily a pull hitter in terms of his power. I, I think I, I no longer have the 
the hatred I had for the New York Yankees when I was a kid. I actually root for them um, when it's playoff time and World Series time. I think it's good for New York. I think their roster construction is a real big problem. I think they need to get more athletic and they need to get more gritty ball players. And I think, you know, they need to trade judge in the off season. I don't like their chances. I think the, the kid Gill came up and gave him a great, um, a great game. I don't like their pitching, particularly, you know, in the post tacky Garrett Cole era. I, I, I know Randy Levine might be listening and he may get mad at me. I, I, I see big problems, not only for the remainder of this year, I see big time roster construction problems moving forward. Gliber Torres is not a shortstop. It's time to say goodbye to Gary Sanchez. They got to get more athletic and more guys who want to be gritty baseball players than the, uh, the folks they have right now. I love that you put the GM hat on. And if Randy is listening and he's thinking about maybe replacing Brian Cashman over the winter, you're going to need a job, right? Yeah. And, and, you know, the timing is right. Man. Listen, I'm a cash fan. I am a Cashman fan. Uh, you don't last 20 years in this market with this team without having some talent. I, I think, listen, as a Met fan and as a baseball fan, I think things went started to go sideways with the Stanton trade. And I'm a big fan of the Nothing Personal podcast with David Sampson, the former president of the Marlins, yes. who has got, you know, who got more bad press than anyone I know. I'm a huge fan of his podcast. He's a funny guy. He's a talented guy. Um, that trade, if you remember, was at a time when Yankee fans got excited about their homegrown players and I think things went sideways. Judge and Stanton, Luke Voigt, I think, is still on the on the roster. Uh, Gary Sanchez. There's just too many non-athletic um, DH types. You know, Aaron Hicks can't stay on the field. You really need a, a center fielder. And um, I like some of their minor league talent. There's a kid by the name, speaking of Italian kids, uh, Anthony Volpe in low A, who is just mm -hmm. having a year and a half. I like Medina and, and Gill, and I hold out hope that Clark Schmidt can stay healthy for a season. So they got some pitching arms. You got a lot of free agents coming on the horizon, pitchers that they could sign and be the Yankees. I just think the roster needs to be blown up a bit. All right, before I let you go, I have to ask you about the status of the wheel. We've been hearing about this New York wheel, the Ferris wheel that resembles the London Eye. Uh, it, it's partially constructed. Last I heard, where are we at with that, please? So you have around 200 to $300 million in the ground in terms of the pedestal they built, the cement that they've done. Uh, and there is a group of investors they were smaller investors in the original version of the wheel. They are trying still to build a version of the wheel, an iteration of the wheel closer to the London eye in size. They are still holding out hope. Time is not on their side. The city has been patient in giving them the time and the space they need to find the financing. I would ask Staten Islanders to give me until the fall and by the fall, we'll know if this attempt is dead on arrival and we have to look in a different direction or it's real or not. So I know it's been a long time, but I'm asking for a little more patience to give these 
folks who are trying to make this work, to give them a chance. And I'll say this, in a pre-COVID world, and I don't know if we'll ever get to a post-COVID world or a COVID neutral world, I'll say this, despite all the difficulties of building this wheel, the notion that tourists will come to Staten Island and use this wheel, I think has been unassailable. Now people are saying we're never gonna be in a post-COVID world, COVID is here to stay, I don't know. But in a pre-COVID world, the concept still worked. The fact that they chose to build a wheel much bigger than they needed to, and they picked the wrong developer to build it aside, the concept I think is still a winner and still can make money. And that's why I hope this, uh, this, this other group can put the financing together to try to build a, a smaller wheel because I think it still works. And last thing before I let you go, I would be remiss if I didn't ask for your thoughts on the situation up in Albany with Governor Cuomo. I see you shaking your head. I, I, I just, I look at it and I just go back to trying to fill potholes and focus on the work before me. And um, I really have nothing other to say than that. Okay. Um, then let me go to this as your time is running out. I know you've been keeping your uh, countdown of days left in office. Uh, what is next? What's the next chapter in the world of Jimmy Otto? Yeah, I, I, my, my wife would like to know. Uh, my 87-year-old my mom would like to know and asks uh, on a nearly daily basis. The, 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 the real answer is I don't know yet. Uh, I know the calendar is getting late in terms of it's now August, uh, but I honestly don't know. I, I have some things that I aspire to do, whether I'll be given the opportunity to do that, I don't know. So um, stay tuned to a Twitter account near you. <laughs> you want to give out your handle while we have you? Oh, we have, we have a couple of accounts. One is the official Borough Hall account, Staten Island USA. But my personal account is much, much, much more entertaining. That is Hey Now, as in the Howard Stern show, Hey Now, from which is really the Gary Shandling show, Hey Now J-O. The J-O could either be my initials or something else. You can <laughs> discern that. Like a good song that has a good lyric when they ask the songwriter, what does the lyric mean? And he or she says, oh, come on, man. It's whatever you want it to be. J.O. could be whatever you want it to be. So hey now, J.O., it really is a uh, fun account. It's the Louie Louie and blinded by the light of Twitter handles. There you go. <laughs> well, I know one thing. I will see you on Staten Island opening day for the new team in the Atlantic League next spring. How about that? Let's hope that we have a good news announcement that we will certainly invite you to. Let's call it maybe the third week in August. Maybe. Maybe. Okay, well, that's coming up soon. Yeah, maybe on site. We're, we'll see. And if, 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 in fact, that happens, I will wrangle out a way to get some batting practice in at the site. <laughs> I'll pitch. There you go. Just don't back up the mound of foot, which I think they're doing as of tonight. Which they are doing, yes, in the Atlantic League, yes. Yeah. Well, listen, I appreciate the time. Thank you so much for doing this, and congratulations on getting the Atlantic League to Staten Island. Thank you for the interest in Staten Island. It is very much appreciated. I'm Mark Aday. That is the Staten Island Borough President, Jimmy Otto, and your 
on the mark.